Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Virus. The uh, vaccines were touted as safe and effective in preventing infection, replication, and spread, and that if only enough people would take vaccines, we could get to herd immunity and that the vaccines were superior to the uh, natural immunity caused by infection and recovery from infection with the virus. All of those things turned out to be lies. I don't know how else to say it. It was known that these products had not been tested for their effectiveness at preventing infection. And the early monkey studies that were performed as part of the preclinical package demonstrated that the vaccination was not affecting the amount of virus in the nose of the monkeys. I mean, they had all the data. This was all political, and that's become increasingly clear. And to the extent that it was political under the Trump administration, it just got put on steroids when it hit the Biden administration. How is it possible then that that all of this, how that, that they were able to spread these lies? I mean, that our institutions would go along with it, the media? The, the, the short answer is, the deployment of what is quite literally termed fifth-generation warfare technology, military-grade psychological operations. This sounds like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it does. But in fact, it's been it's been documented throughout the Western world, particularly the Five Eyes nations, Great Britain, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and the United States, that all share a common intelligence community treaty. And uh, it's been documented in the press in all of these nations that we have had military units deployed um, to advance this logic that um, it's necessary to suppress any information which might cause vaccine hesitancy, whether or not it was true. If it would cause people to not want to accept vaccines, it must be suppressed. Hmm. And this, this started really the truth be told I mean, it's important, I think, to credit President Trump for the good things that he did, but also to recognize the mistakes. And in this case, he mounted a all-of-DOD effort to support this, and there's a presidential directive to that effect that's out now. Some people have have disclosed it and and examined it. And uh, as part of that, we had uh, our military, as well as all these other militaries, actively deployed with their PSYOPs capabilities that were developed for combating Al-Qaeda and the Taliban, et cetera. They were deployed against U.S. civilians with the logic that we were likely to have civil unrest, we were likely to have vaccine hesitancy and resistance, and it was necessary to propagandize the entire population 
to get them to accept these products that we now know were not safe and were not effective. Um, you know, the, the, the most gentle, kind explanation is that I can come up with is naivete on the part of Mr. Trump. And it's easy to go down to the rabbit down the rabbit holes of other more nefarious things that occurred during his administration with various stakeholders, and then really got amped up during the Biden administration. Yeah, I, I, and and I would say, you know, that, that I think there's some profit motives for some individuals, Dr. Fauci in particular. Yeah, <laughs> I've, we're talking with Dr. Robert Malone, the original inventor of mRNA and DNA vaccines, and author of the new book "Lies My Government Told Me" and "The Better Future Coming." Doctor, in particular, you've been outspoken in your objections to the Pfizer and Moderna shots, specifically with their expedited approval process and with the government's system for tracking adverse reactions to the vaccines. That, I think, has also been something that you know, nobody wants to talk about. It's sort of the you know, wink, wink, hush, hush. Don't talk about it. If you do, they brand you as an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, and the latest is, this is the essay I'm working on right now, is anti-vaxxer is no longer very potent because they changed the meaning of anti-vaxxer to anybody who is not okay with vaccine mandates. And when they did that, they made, by definition, the majority of the U.S. population anti-vaxxers. Right. Yeah. And so the, the, the power of that pejorative that they've worked so hard to weaponize, anti-vaxxer, really got diluted. And so now there's an active effort really all over the Western world to link anti-vaxxer to anti-Semitism oh, and Nazism oh, through the Proboys, et cetera. I, and uh, Peter, uh, Peter Hotez has been at the forefront of this, but uh, Rishi Sunak, uh, prime minister in the UK, used this uh, word weapon against Andrew Bridgen, the MP that spoke out against the vaccines in the in the uh, UK parliament, um, was accused of being an, an anti-Semite because he quoted an Israeli scientist as saying that what has happened here is worse than the Holocaust. And so by mentioning the Holocaust, that then has this new false equivalency that you're therefore an anti-Semite. They did the same thing with Bobby Kennedy for making a similar statement on the Lincoln Memorial in the Stop the Mandates rally. And uh, they've tried recently for the Center for Countering Digital Hate, which is an astroturf organization based in the UK and the US that has intelligence ties in trying to link uh, me and any others, including uh, Peter McCullough, for example, um, with uh, um, anti-Semitism indirectly. It's in my case, in Peter's case, it's you can't make any direct linkage because, of course, we're not anti-Semites. But that doesn't matter. It's, right. This is the new, uh, the new word weapon. New way to trash. Yeah. A new yeah, way. A new exactly. way to, to throw mud. Um, so, in your opinion, are are these? I mean, you you after all, you invented it. Are are these mRNA, mRNA rather vaccines safe? Are they being used in the way you intended? Are you vaccinated, for example? I'm vaccinated, and I did that because I needed to travel, and I had long COVID. I was in the first wave of vaccines before we really knew what the adverse events were. I took Moderna when it was administered by our local National Guard here in central Virginia. And on dose number two, I received one of the known bad batches and oh. had a very bad adverse event. 
reaction, including hypertension to 230, um, elevated heart rate, uh, POTS syndrome-like problem, a lot of things, restless leg syndrome, that are now known to be adverse events associated with the vaccine, but at the time, no one had really heard it or documented about those things. So, unfortunately, I was on the first wave of the vaccine injured, and I've really taken it upon myself to serve as an advocate for the vaccine injured and dead because they have no one really to speak for them. They're no. all gaslit. No, they are, that's a good way of putting it. They are gaslit, which is... One of the, I mean, I've had COVID twice, which is, as far as I'm concerned, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> That's the way I view it. Can you well, tell us? Data supports you. Yeah. Uh, data supports you in that the natural immunity is superior to the vaccine induced immunity. And that was another one of the lies they told us was the other one uh, that, that, that uh, the vaccine was superior. But it's abundantly clear now that's not true. Yes, I agree. Can you tell us again? The book is called Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming. It's available on Amazon. Can you tell us a little bit about the book? Yeah, the book is basically a collection of essays that we built over about a year through Substack. We serialized it because we didn't know how we were going to make a living while we were writing this book. Books are not profitable these days for authors. And uh, um, what we did was I approached it, you know, when you're going to create some collection like this of essays, that in our case was basically our daily efforts to try to make sense out of what has happened to all of us over the last three years. You have to have some sort of a theme to structure the book. And so the approach was to uh, approach the book like a physician approaches a patient. The first thing a physician does is take a history and physical. You know this when you go to the doc the first time. Right. And the big question is, what is your pain? What is, what is your chief complaint? So the first third of the book is first-person accounts, including from me and many others that have been on the front lines, of what it's been like to be at the front lines. What has happened? What have people experienced? You know, what are doctors experiencing with the censorship and the efforts to take their licenses? What are journalists experiencing, etc.? The second part is an attempt to make sense out of it. So the the metaphor is, it's akin to the diagnosis when a physician gets all the data in, they do their H&P, then they try to make sense out of it. You know, what's going on here? What is causing the pain or the problem for the patient? And so that's that middle part of the book is a series of essays that go down every single rabbit hole we could think of trying to make sense of this, the economics, the role of the press, the administrative state, inverted totalitarianism, uh, mass formation, uh, many other things having to do, and and what what happened in our own government, and mm. what Mr. Trump did, and attempted to do to control the administrative state. And then the last part is basically the treatment plan. What can we do about this thing that's happened to us over the last three years? What are our options? And that was the hardest part of all to write. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, was, was what can we do? I uh, highly so that, recommend the book. I, I've uh, seen some advanced copies. Uh, my wife has actually ordered one for herself. Again, it's called Lies <laughs> My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming. Um, uh, that Folks can find you now. You were banned for a while on Twitter, but you're back. It's uh, at rwmalonemd, and they can find you online at rwmalonemd.com, correct? Yeah, and the best for our daily essays is rwmalonemd.substack.com. You don't have to pay. You can get it for free in your inbox. Only pay if you want to support us. 
Dr. Malone, I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you again for joining us. Carry on the fight, brother. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me on. Well, we'll take a quick break, and when we return, it looks like we have fixed our coverage issues, and we'll have Senator Roger Marshall with us. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. March is the month to get lucky at Midwest Kia. Been patiently waiting for your next new ride? Well, you're in luck. Midwest Kia expects 130 new Kias in March. Make your neighbors green with envy by going green in a brand new Kia EV6, North America's utility vehicle of the year. Count your blessings to find a brand new 2023 Kia K5, Sorento, and the newly redesigned Kia Sportage, priced right and never over MSRP. Take that four-leaf clover, then come by to experience our simple, transparent, and fast car buying process that makes Midwest Kia, a better way to buy. Count your lucky stars that every new Kia comes with Kia's amazing 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. At Midwest Kia, we know we're lucky to be able to serve the great people in the Wichita area. Don't try your luck at another dealership. Come experience our better way to buy at Midwest Kia. Get lucky at Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. And remember, we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See dealer for details. Hi, Sarah. I'm sorry I'm late. The traffic is crazy. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't help that gas prices have skyrocketed. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. Everyone's talking about how much gas is, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app, and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yeah, real cash every time I buy gas. What? That sounds like it could really add up. I've made around $200 already. Wow, that's serious extra money. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code EARN40 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code EARN40 for a 25 cents per gallon bonus in your first tank that's code earn 40 for 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill up cash back's not available in gas in new jersey wisconsin you read off the bat this inflation and the rent prices it seems like everybody's scared all the time it's hit me so hard that i can hardly make my bills the whole thing is insane i think our government's learned how to capitalize on us it's only for power where does it end where do you draw the line check in at the top of every hour for the latest updates that's why you're there and that's why we need you there you are what i need to hear can make me understand what's going on in this country. Thank you for your insight and your clarity. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I always had to be so good, no one could ignore me. Carve my path with data and drive. But some people only see who I am on paper. The paper ceiling. The limitations from degree screens to stereotypes that are holding back over 70 million stars. Workers skilled through alternative routes rather than a bachelor's degree. It's time for skills to speak for themselves. Find resources for breaking through barriers at tearthepaperceiling.org. Brought to you by Opportunity at Work and the Ad Council. Stephen Ted Mornings. In case you missed out on some sleep over the weekend because of changing the clocks and all mm-hmm. that, if you lost an no. hour, find some time today. Yeah, just grab some. Just, you know, knock back, take a little nap today, no matter where you are, where you're at work. Take a little nap. Unless you're, you know, unless you're driving or something, you don't want to do it then, but uh, a little nap every day is good for everybody, I think. I'm a believer. Uh, every day is napping. I basically day couldn't function without one oh, at gotta some have, point. Got to have one. Got to have a nap just about every day. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. 
This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As a reminder, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. If you'd like, speaking of which, if you'd like to be a part of the show, give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. Would love to hear from you. We are still, yeah, I spoke too soon, Andrew, when I said that we were, we figured out our reception issues. I'm texting back and forth with Dr. Marshall uh, they must be out western Kansas somewhere because they're having reception issues again, which is why we're coming up on our bottom of the hour break anyway. So we'll probably take that here in just a minute, and then we'll try and connect with Dr. Marshall. Worst case scenario, we'll push it off till next week. But I, I really do want to try and uh, and get him uh, on the uh, on the show this week if we can. Uh, you know, it's interesting uh, as I sat there and I, I had that interview. With with Dr. Malone, you know he's. It was just fascinating to uh, to talk with him, and just to hear his take on all of the uh, all the different you know the the way the government has handled the the vaccine. And I don't know how many of you are vaccinated. I don't care if vaccinated or not vaccinated. I've been very open about the fact that I am not vaccinated. Is that the thumbs up means we have Dr. Marshall? Fantastic. Okay, we have Dr. You know what? We, I, I almost feel like we, we just have to do his song, though. We have to do it's It's, it's Dr. Marshall. I cannot do an intro for Dr. Marshall without his song. It, it's, it's just incumbent upon us. Please, Andrew, if you would. There we go. Yes. I mean, I'm a flag thank you. <laughs> Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show. <laughs> Ah, logistical issues, cell phone issues, we make it happen, and we are always thrilled to have our, uh, one of our two United States Senators, Dr. Roger Marshall with us. Doc, thank you very much. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for working through your, uh, your cell phone coverage issues and joining us this evening, my friend. John, it's great to be with you, and I just I was I was looking forward to Johnny Cash all day long. <laughs> we're we're celebrating we're celebrating a, a Kansas State Wildcat victory today. What a, what a day for America! That's why I had to play it. I just for I was like, no, we we already did yep. an intro. We're doing another intro. So, <laughs> um, what they call it your walk your walk in music or, or whatever that's called, yes. like a wedding dance, yes, or a, a ball game or whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's great, John. Um, Doc, let me uh, let me start with with Joe Biden's budget. It's um, I mean six point nine trillion dollars. It's uh, well, that's that's yeah. I mean, it's just it's it, it mentions climate one hundred and forty six times. <laughs> it includes a host of liberal spending, three billion dollars for poor countries to combat climate change. I mean, it's. I I just don't know where to start with this thing. 
Well, John, I think first of all, let's let's back up. When people ask me what's the biggest national issue that we're facing right now, and I would tell you that it's it's our deficit. Yeah. Uh, our national debt of thirty-one trillion dollars. We borrowed five hundred billion dollars last year, and with this with this new Biden budget, uh, we're going to be borrowing a trillion dollars a year uh, very 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 soon. Ugh. And we just can't do, we can't do that. Uh, and so this budget goes in the wrong direction, and that's why we're going to use the debt ceiling as a leverage point to make him come to the negotiating point. So just for your listeners, this summer, when, when the national media is telling you Roger Marshall wants to blow through the debt ceiling, the world's coming to an end, the bond rating of the U.S., this, that, and the other, look, this is a fight we have to have today. Uh, our generation has to take responsibility for this national debt uh, if we don't do it today, then our grandchildren uh, won't be able to build roads and bridges. They won't have money for schools, let alone a military. So this is the defining issue of this Congress is dealing with our, our debt ceiling as well as dealing with the national debt. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and the other big talking point that we're hearing out of the White House is, you know, that the Republicans in Congress want to cut Medicare and Social Security, which is the biggest crockahooey but you know that's what they're going to say they're going to say you guys are pushing them off the cliff and that you want to cut social services and it couldn't be further from the truth i've not seen a single republican come out there and propose either of those plans and yet joe biden and his talking heads in the media spout that all the time right right john you know your listener sent me to dc to protect social security and medicare that's why i went went there but by the way this president is even as we're speaking, is cutting um, funding for Medicare without telling anybody. So in this year's budget, he's cutting about $521 per Medicare person for anybody who's on Medicare Advantage. Uh, so your, the premiums are going to go up. So he's the one that's actually cutting Medicare right now. Uh, but, but certainly it is a challenge. 2028, Medicare becomes insolvent. So we got to figure something out. And part of the something is getting the 7 million able-bodied American men between 25 and 45 back to work and contributing towards Medicare and yeah. Social Security. That's the first step. Uh, but, no, I, I went there to protect it. I've not seen one Republican say we need to go after Medicare or Social Security. We need to grow the, grow the economy. We need to get people back to work so we can fund them. You know, the other thing that, that is seen all throughout this, not only in his budget, but just in his proposals, is his it's like he's got campaign promises that he's still delivering on. Case in point is the latest one. It's now made its way to the Supreme Court. And that is this you know, free college. Everybody deserves to get nobody should have to pay for college. Let's quote unquote, forgive student loans, even though you and I both know this is not forgiveness. This is just taking someone's student loan that they accrued so they could pursue their, you know, worthless degree in non-binary transgender basket weaving and have Joe Lunchpail pay for it. Um, I, I mean, I just I don't understand the the logic of expecting a guy who's working at a farm out in western Kansas or somebody pounding rivets at, at Cessna should have to pay for $100,000 in student loans for a kid in Vermont. Right, John. First of all, it's unconstitutional. 
<laughs> this will cost, I mean, there's, there's no such thing as free. He may be forgiving right. somebody, but some, but then you and I are paying for it through, through taxes. And I, I forget the number. This could be hundreds of billions of dollars. It's not uh, pocket change anymore, what he's talking about doing. Uh, so it's unconstitutional, first of all. And, you know, it, it's interesting. I'm a community college graduate. My wife's a community college graduate. Um, Biden's big thing is he wants free community college. Our community colleges don't think that's a good idea either. You know, you get what you pay for. We saw what Medicaid, which is free health care, Medicaid has done to health care. Right. Medicaid, uh, you, to be honest, uh, is rations care. It's not good health care. So you make free, make community college free, and you're just diluting it. You're you're uh, devaluing it, and I, I think you have a worse product. Um, I'm very much. Uh, you know, I think there's things we can do with would do with the cost of going to college. And the first thing to do, you know, w- Wichita State technical program there does an incredible job. Our community colleges, tech colleges, for all your listeners, that's what we ought to be thinking about doing. If you can't, if you're borrowing money for your first two years of college, you should be going to a technical college or a community college. Yeah, get the basics out of the way. Everybody's got to take those basic courses. Then you can focus and go to the university and get your you know get your stuff done that you need for your graduate work. Uh, we're, we're talking with Senator Roger Marshall, Doc. One of the other things that. Uh, I know has been something that you've been a strong, outspoken critic of is the way the government, this administration in particular, has handled COVID-19, particularly the way they've handled the investigation or lack thereof into the origins. I know that a House panel is currently investigating COVID-19 origins. They've held their first hearings. I'm curious what you think of that. I'm also curious to hear just your take on the way some on the left, some in the media in particular, are responding. Because you know, you, if you question the narrative that comes out of the World Health Organization or the CDC, they treat you like you're uh, you know, wearing a tinfoil hat. And yet it seems to me pretty obvious that it wasn't a monkey in a market down the street when there's a bio lab a block away. Right, right, John. You may recall I was the first member in Congress to talk about this yes. on, the, on, the, on the floor. January 24th, 2020, I said there's a problem. Um, just as in the past month, we've turned over a case to the Office of Inspector General uh, through USAID. And through our research, what we found is that, that EcoHealth was funding the Wuhan lab. EcoHealth was getting funding from both. Dr. Fauci at NIH, along with USAID, which is the State Department, they were getting funding from uh, two different departments of government for the exact same experiment uh, research that they were doing. That's called double billing, and it's illegal. That would be the equivalent of I, I, I don't know. So I remember the medical bill. If I did a surgery on a, on a patient and then my partner billed for the same surgery, that's called double billing and it's illegal. Think about this just for a second, John. Um, EcoHealth is in the center of, of all this. In the last 17 years, EcoHealth received $122 million from 10 different agencies in the federal government. Uh, there's so much overlap there, it's hard to tell who's paying whom. Uh, there's so much uh, inbreeding and, and uh, people working together in the government to do that. 
I think that, that I have built a great case that there is a preponderance of evidence that shows that this virus was made in a lab in Wuhan, general, in, in Wuhan China. The, the first smoking gun is, is what you, you referenced, just the geographical location. There was three labs in the entire world doing research on bat, bat coronaviruses. One of them was Wuhan, right. China. The, near, the nearest bat with this virus lived a thousand miles away. So that's smoking gun number one. Smoking gun number two uh, is that it's been three years now, and they've not shown us an intermediate species. So the way this virus works, it has to jump from the bat to an animal and then to humans. And they can't find uh, that, that intermediate animal after three years. It took us six months for SIRS and MERS to find that intermediate animal. I could talk about the protein spike. That's, that's uh, smoking gun number three. The fear and cleavage side is uh, smoking gun number four. Smoking gun number five, they've not shown us any progenitors, uh, uh, viruses. And, and the final smoking gun is, is that Wuhan, China, destroyed the DNA lab. Uh, bank that would have showed us the cousin, the father, the brother of COVID-19. Each one of those has a one in a million chance of happening. You put those together and there's a preponderance of evidence that would show, convince any jury that this virus originated in Wuhan, China. Yeah, well, it's just logic. It tells you that it's pretty obvious that this wasn't a rabid monkey theory. I mean, it's it's just pretty obvious, unless you don't want to see it, which I think is what's going on with some in the government and some who may have a fiduciary interest in making sure that that's not what comes out. Uh, Doc, I want to ask you real quick. I know we've got to let you run, and I again, I appreciate you you taking time tonight. Um, two things that a couple of bills that I know you've been working on. I know, and, and a listener actually emailed me on this one is I know you've been working on a credit card bill. You and I've talked about it in the past. Some of the detractors claim that it could, you know, affect their reward, their rewards programs being eliminated. Can you clarify some of that? Because I think uh, on principle, it sounds like it's a good bill, but I know that there's been some information about it. Oh, you know, you're going to lose your, your, your rewards programs. Can you explain that? We would love to, to John. Um, you know, I'm always out there fighting for, for hardworking Americans. In this case, I'm fighting against Wall Street. So right now, MasterCard and Visa control 90% of the credit card uh, swipe, swipe fees. Um, you take a, your typical um, convenience store there, it, for all your listeners, right now, they are paying more for swipe fees than they are paying for the health insurance of their employees. They're paying more in swipe fees than they are their utility bill. America is paying twice as much as Canada, the EU, for the swipe fees. Why? Because of this, uh, this um, oligopoly here where two, two companies control everything. So the way we've written this legislation, it will not impact any bank in Kansas. It only impacts banks above $100 billion. So that's Wall Street banks. Number two is the bank gets to choose uh, the, the second uh, a swipe uh, coordinator, the, uh, the, the, whether it's they could choose uh, Discovery or one of the other ones as well. And they, they, they will figure out a way to keep the, uh, the uh, rewards card, the reward points for everybody. But the deal with the rewards point are that they're good for wealthy people. It's good for people who pay off their credit card. But trust me, those rewards cards is one more gimmick. Those reward points is a gimmick to get your business. And in the end, you're paying more in fees on the back end of it. 
Yeah, it, it always seemed I've heard the same thing from the convenience store association. We had them on the show a few months ago and they talked about how much it costs these convenience stores. And you and I both know that that's not costing the convenience stores. It's, co- it's costing the consumers because they have to put just put pass that on to us. So really, it's costing us every time we're doing this. So that's right, who's that's that's benefit. I'm fighting, you know, I'm fighting for Main Street. I'm fighting for those small uh, those, those small com- companies on on Main Street, uh, and sure, this would help Walmart. Walmart pays a billion dollars a year in swipeies, a billion. Uh, it's just too much. Uh, the banks have got greedy. The big banks are, and this will not impact again any bank in the state of Kansas. The other bill I saw, you and Senator Rick Scott have teamed up on a bill designating Mexican drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. After Americans were kidnapped and killed in Mexico, I'm just shocked this hadn't already been done. I mean, it seems like a no-brainer that these cartels would already be designated this way. I appreciate you doing that. Is it gaining any support, or are folks actually opposing this? Well, John, I'm afraid my friends across the aisle um, think that this is a political issue. Ah. And to me, it has nothing to do with politics. Every day in America, 300 young adults are dying from fentanyl poisoning. That is like a plane crashing every day. We lose more more young adults in the last year to fentanyl poisoning than we did all of Vietnam. And again, this is the number one killer of young adults. Of course, these people are terrorists. Um, What this bill would do, it would give... Uh, our Treasury Department and the FBI to go after the financial assets of the cartels much easier. It would allow us to go across the borders as well to go after the cartels. But I'm afraid the, you know, the White House doesn't want that. We'd be stepping on some toes. And it really, again, your listeners need to understand, Joe Biden wants this crisis on the border. So this would slow down that crisis. I, I, of all the things I'm ashamed of Joe Biden about, it's the fact that he will not own this fentanyl issue. I know you've got to run one last question for you. You know, our sponsor, uh, Wink Hartman, among many of the things that he owns, um, he, he owns some banks here in Kansas. People are seeing a lot of, you know, these couple banks that have failed out in California. Is this something that should be concerning, you know, everyday Kansans or are, are they com- should they be confident in their banks and their local banks? Look, John, I've talked to a lot of community bankers and a lot of these folks I would call my friends. And I think that your your money is safe. Uh, in the banks right now. And if you have any concern, just call and talk to your loan officer, your bank officer, and ask them what's going on. But in the case of Silicon Valley, it was gross incompetence. I sat on a bank board for, for 15 years, and we would do something called an interest rate stress test. And I don't want to bore all your listeners, but what that would do is say, what would happen to the value of the bank if interest rates went up or down, even up to 4%? And that would give you a gauge of, of the problems. And in the case of Silicon Valley Bank, they were investing in long-term bank, long-term treasuries when when the interest rates were low, um, so that money was tied up and they and the value of those bonds dropped. So this is gross incompetence on Silicon Valley Bank. It has nothing to do uh, with your local banks. So I, I feel really good about the community banks. I, I, I looked at some of their assets this weekend more and more, but I feel good with our, our banks here here in Kansas. But what we don't want is to punish community banks uh, because of these errors of Silicon Valley Bank. We don't want more regulations coming out of uh, Washington, D.C. that are going to hamper uh, the folks across the state of Kansas. But, and last statement, this is a bailout. So people in Kansas are going to bail out billionaire depositors in Silicon Valley, in Wall, on Wall Street, uh, and even from communist China. 
So we are billing them out. So they're going to charge a fee back to every bank in America uh, to cover this. So most of our the banks in your listing area, you know, those banks are going to probably be paying fifty, a hundred thousand dollars, up to five hundred thousand dollars for your bigger banks there in Wichita uh, to 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 uh, bail out these billionaire investors, like I said, in Silicon Valley. Isn't isn't that sweet? And why why won't our president just own it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's. I'm not even sure our president knows he's president, Doc. I really don't. Yep. Um, yeah. So you tell tell Week. I'm sorry, but he's going to get a he's going to get a, a, a bill from President Biden here very soon. You know, I, for for a, it'll be a six figure bill for for uh, for him. So it, it's not right. Nobody thinks it's right, but I do feel confident in our banks in Kansas. Doc, I'm going to let you make that phone call. <laughs> okay. I. Uh, I appreciate you, Senator. If if folks want to stay in touch, I highly recommend they follow you on Twitter at Roger Marshall MD, and your uh, obviously your official website. They can find you at marshall.senate.gov. Correct. Right, marshall.senate.gov. Sign up for a newsletter. People that sign up uh, really think it's it's worthwhile. We try to bring Washington news and how it's impacting Kansas. I think it'll help your business. Uh, it, it, it'll help your personal life as well. Marshall.senate.gov. John, thanks for having me on. We appreciate giving you giving us conservatives a voice. God bless you, your family, and your listeners. God bless you too, my friend. Thank you again for joining us, brother. You bet. Good night. We'll take a quick a quick break, and when we return, we want to hear from you. Our studio lines are open. 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Increasing wind overnight sets us up for a windy Monday across the area. Clear in 33 with south winds up over 30, but gusts will be up over 40 on Monday. Mostly sunny, but high up to 62. There will be a little bit of rain developing late Monday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Fox News, I'm Ann Carrick. UBS agrees to buy failing credit suites for more than $3 billion. The combination of the two banks further strengthens UBS's position as a leading global wealth manager with more than $5 trillion U.S. dollars in total invested assets. UBS CEO Colm Keller. The leaders of China and Russia meet Monday in Moscow, their first meeting since Russian forces invaded Ukraine last year. It follows President Putin's surprise trip to the occupied Ukrainian city of Mariupol. Last year's NASCAR Cup Series defending champion takes the checkered flag today at Atlanta Motor Speedway for his first win of the season. And the car that has led 139 laps today is going to lead 140. Joey Logano dominates Atlanta for Team Penske and Ford. Audio courtesy of Fox Sports. Brad Keselowski finished second. Christopher Bell was third. America's listening to Fox News. March is the month to get lucky at Midwest Kia. Impatiently waiting for your next new ride? Well, you're in luck. Midwest Kia expects 130 new Kias in March. Make your neighbors green with envy by going green in a brand new Kia EV6, North America's utility vehicle of the year. Count your blessings to find a brand new 2023 Kia K5, Sorento, and the newly redesigned Kia Sportage, priced right and never over MSRP. Take that four-leaf clover, then come by to experience our simple, transparent, and fast car buying process that makes Midwest 
Northwest Kia a better way to buy. Count your lucky stars that every new Kia comes with Kia's amazing 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. At Midwest Kia, we know we're lucky to be able to serve the great people in the Wichita area. Don't try your luck at another dealership. Come experience our better way to buy at Midwest Kia. Get lucky at Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. And remember, we want to see you. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See dealer for details. Glenn Beck. For every one of you weasel Republicans that have said to my face, saying, this is happening, and you said, what evidence? If those bills in your state have not been passed, you call your Senate and your House and you tell them, I want protection from the E, the S, and the G. This has got to stop. The Glenn Beck Program, mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Tornadoes are some of nature's most violent phenomena. They're capable of destroying one structure while leaving one nearby completely untouched. And that's what makes them so unpredictable. When a tornado watch is issued, it means conditions are favorable for tornadoes to form and to be prepared. The tornado warning means a possible tornado has been indicated by radar or observed. And if you're in the storm's path, that is the time to take shelter. At home, a basement, a safe room, or interior hallway away from windows is an ideal place to go. At work or school, proceed to a tornado shelter. Avoid open rooms such as cafeterias, auditoriums, and gymnasiums. Tornadoes can strike in any state, any month of the year, and any time of the day or night. Most importantly, make sure you have multiple ways to receive watches and warnings and prepare. The Glenn Beck Program. If you're a new listener, now accepting new listeners. You're going to hate me at first, and that's fine. It's it's expected. Mornings from 9 until 11. In two weeks, you hate me even more. Uh, And then in about a month, six weeks, you start to go numb inside. You won't regret it. And within two months. Because soon, you'll be dead inside. You're just dead inside, and you're like, whatever, I'll just listen. Well, it's like AIDS. You don't die from it, but you never really get rid of it. The Glenn Beck Program. Mornings from 9 until 11. 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news by downloading the Odyssey app or telling Alexa or Google Google, or Google, Google, or Google Home to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. And follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you, Catherine. You're on the John Whitmer Show. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah, uh, good evening, Tom. Hey, uh, I'll post a link on your page, but uh, 
Back in 2009, uh, the vice president of the SEIU union, Alicia uh, Medina, gave a public speech with Democrats, in which he openly stated that the goal is to get more illegal aliens to cross the border hmm. so they be, can be voters for Democrats. Oh, yeah. And uh, then the uh, second goal is that by having what they call anchor babies, and that they can then change the congressional makeup of areas and, you know, increase the population uh, after the uh, parents come over. Then they have a baby, and the baby is, uh, you know, becomes a U.S. citizen. So these people know what they're doing, and they've been planning this for many years, so... And oh. I used to live in the, I live I used to live south of Tucson and then also in southern New Mexico and yeah the the criminal gangs crossing over even twenty thirty years ago were just terrible. Uh, with without a doubt they know exactly what they're doing and if you if if you just Google you know how many getaways in the last month last six months if you look at the immigration naturalization service numbers. It's atrocious, and, and it goes up every month, it goes up every quarter, and every year. And this administration, I mean, I, it's laughable when you watch them and their allies in the media, their sycophantic allies, go on there and talk about we have a secure border. It, 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 it's a flat-out joke, and it's hard to believe anyone buys it anymore because, I mean, like, for example, in Biden's new budget, he proposes new spending for what he calls border security, but none of it would actually secure the border. The bulk of it goes to other countries to secure their borders. It's just it's it is it's a joke. And uh, and yet the media lets him get away with it. And I think that's part of our problem that we that we're facing right now as Republicans, as conservatives especially as we go into the 2024 election, we need to make sure that we elect uh, a, a candidate who is going to stand firm on some of these core issues like immigration. Correct. So, and the thing is to also, you know, use your voice to contact the news media and to correct them. Yes. Yeah, that's and you know I tell people, Catherine. By the way, thank you for uh, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. That is one of the things I tell people all the time. If you and I know most people probably don't bother to subscribe to the Witch Die Eagle because well, it's the Witch Die Eagle and it makes lovely birdcage liner. But if you do, I tell people all the time, send them an op-ed. You know, be if you're going to. If we're ever going to get our message out there, we have to be do our job to help do that. And one of the ways we do that is to push back on the narrative. And posting on social media, posting on Twitter isn't enough. And we have to be actively involved in helping to, like Catherine said, we have to get involved in campaigns. But we also have to reach out to the press. We have to reach out to the media and let them know. We have to write op-eds. We have to write in, in the little you know commentary section on the on their web page because if we don't they're never going to hear from us and the people who read these op-eds who read in the comments sections on Dion Leffler's Eagle editorials are never going to hear it if we don't speak up so that's I mean that you know be loud be proud and be vocal and if you're not you're going to lose your right to speak at some point because I think that's what's next that's going to come next so in the meantime, have a very good week and carry on, fellow MAGA extremists.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.